0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: Now, here's the host of The Good Life, Guy Bauer. Okay, so I wasn't quite ready. I'm talking to Denise Neal. She's here in the studio with me today with her new book, Classic Restaurants of Wichita. Uh, A couple other things coming up. Uh, Save the date. I don't, I should have checked, but I'm lazy. Uh, WSU has not posted this schedule yet that I know of, but the uh, fall wine classes, yes, we're talking about fall already. uh, On Monday, 7 to 9 p.m., the first series of classes, there's three of them, starts December, December, (laughs) September 13th. So it's 13th, 20 and 27. Uh, September 13th is the Basics of Taste. You get uh, seven diverse wines from all over, and we talk about the mechanics and how you, your face, your nose, your lips, your tongue taste wine and why and what you can do to enhance or detract from that process. On the 20th, it's called the Active Vineyard Year, and we'll feature seven wines from the West Coast, all of them white, and we'll talk about what happens in the vineyard, Uh, and it's, it's more than you think. Uh, finally, on September 27th, it's fer- Fermentation Grapes to Wine with West Coast Reds. And, and you'll learn about the winemaking skill and that goes into every bottle you open. Uh, it's cheap, three classes, 21 wines to taste. It's 89 bucks. Then we take a week off, and Varietal Comparison 2-class series starts uh, Monday, October 18th, and continues on the 25th. Zinfandel, America's Grape, and Malbec. Those are the two red grapes we're going to feature then. You get seven or eight wines, and uh, I'll tell you why they cost so much or not and how good they are. Okay? Uh, I got something else, but I'll hold that to towards the end. Um, Denise Neal is here, and, of course, you know her from uh, from everywhere, whether you get the Eagle or not, whether you read it online. But uh, well, let me think, Nisa, you've been... Ninety-six? Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. So yeah, aging you a year. That's all right. Um, this is a long time, and you've gone through the whole process of the big, beautiful Wichita Eagle building on Douglas. Yeah, oh yeah. To yep. a smaller, downsized building, to uh, hardly any building at all, and and lived through the pandemic. Yeah. And you still put out things that uh, are incredibly beneficial to those of us who like food.
2: Well, thanks, Guy.
1: How many followers do you have on the Book of Faces?
2: Oh, gosh. I don't know. They've kind of changed up how they do it, but it's like 27,000 or something like that. Somewhere in that area. You're
1: kind of like uh, the Kardashians, only uh, Wichita.
2: Really? You think so?
1: Well, though you're better looking than them. Oh, my God. (laughs) You don't have that? Oh, never mind. I I don't
2: love the Kardashians uh, because- I don't either. I have a teenage daughter, and teenagers are making those women the ideal, and I'm not into that.
1: No. I, I like it. They should watch some of the women in the Olympics right now.
2: There you go. I would much prefer that.
1: Anyway, things have changed so much, but you've been more consistent than anything at the Wichita Eagle.
2: Oh, okay. I you mean, say so?
1: Well, It's true. You still do. Dining with Denise, one of the yep. most popular things the Eagle ever had. There you go. Um, I like the way you think. And then uh, you've done a lot of other things outside of that. Joe Stump started it with his book Yeah. where former Eagle employees – or current Eagle employees do a book, and now you've done it. Classic Restaurants of Wichita. What made you think of that topic, and how much fun was it doing the research?
2: Well, what's funny is that um, I didn't think of it. Um, I was approached by this publisher. They're called Arcadia Publishing. They have a little subset called the History Press, and they they make local history books all over the country. And so they approach authors and say, here's some topics. Would you be interested in writing a book on one of these? And Joe had – I knew Joe had worked with them when he did Wicked Wichita a couple of years ago, which was a big hit. I don't know if you ever saw that book. Oh, yeah.
1: It's a good book. He sat where you are. We there you about. go.
2: Yeah. Wicked Wichita about all the bad guys from our past uh, in our city. And so they contacted me a year and a half ago or so and said, would you be interested in doing a story about old restaurants in Wichita? And I kind of had a – you know i could kind of design it how i wanted to and i knew from my years of reporting that wichita loves stories about restaurants that they are old that they are that are gone that they miss and i had done several stories over the years where i would ask readers if you could bring back any restaurant you know if you could get in a time machine so even though i'd never been to these places i already had a list of like 30 40 50 places that people talked to me about constantly portobello road um, Chateaubriand, uh, Long Neckers, Lazy R, all these places, the NST room, you know, I'd hear the same names over and over and over. So when I sat down to kind of plan out the book, I decided to do it by decades. So I started in, you know, I, I did some research on the restaurant scene when Wichita was first founded in 1870. And, you know, there weren't that many restaurants back then, obviously. All, and I decided to go all the way through about 1988. Because I feel like anything newer than that, we don't miss it yet. <laughs> I mean, maybe we're starting to, but... Yeah,
1: we're starting to.
2: W- that'll be for volume two, I guess. But yeah. So I just kind of went decade by decade, and I took the the restaurants that readers have always told me they missed. I spoke to other people from the restaurant scene that added told me ones I couldn't leave out. And I just started to dive deep into them. Um, I did a little bit of research I did a lot of newspapers.com research, which became infinitely easier as I was doing my book. Because if you are an, a history junkie, you need to know that as of like five months ago, every, if you have a newspapers.com subscription, every Eagle and Beacon ever printed is on there.
1: And it, uh, the, it I hadn't was, been. It hadn't been. And I, now it is. I was going to ask you, I would have figured you'd had access to a database of every Eagle edition.
2: Well, I mean, I could look at a microfilm or I could go to our clip file in the basement, which yeah. is how I started it. But now they have it all digitized. And for a long time, it was just like through the 20s. And then, you know, from the 90s forward or 80s forward, now it's everything. And so it, that made it really fun and a lot easier. But uh, yeah.
1: What's the name of that website? A newspapers.com. And do you you have to have a paid subscription? You do have to have
2: one, but I'm telling you, that's the best Besides the Wichita Eagle, obviously, that's the best paid subscription you'll have if you like history. Because if there's any topic or in you're interested in, if you come across an old Wichita you're interested in, if you want to research a house or a business, it's searchable. It is amazing. You can fall down a rabbit hole. But
1: Obituaries? Oh, yeah. Think of it.
2: Everything. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And so the Eagle now provides us with our membership because it's our archive. Yeah. And those heavy paper clips we kept in the basement forever, we don't have them anymore. We don't need them because it's all digital. Uh, and they were pretty incomplete anyway. however, um, in addition to that, guy, um, I would track down the relatives. I would try to find I would look up the names of the people that started the restaurants. I would try to see if any of their descendants were still around here, and so many of them are. And one of my favorite uh, moments I had researching this book was early on, uh, this was during probably the height of the pandemic. Um, I ran across a place called Wolf's Cafeteria. Have you ever heard of that? I have. It's on the cover there, or, or on the back cover. It's on the back cover, the picture.
1: Yeah. but I've, I've heard people mention yeah, it. I don't know anything about it.
2: It started in the late ni- or early 1920s, late teens. It was on at, at Douglas in Maine. There's that building called Century Plaza that had Quiznos in it for a while, and now right. it's um, NOLA's. And then there's the library, the old library building. Well, there's a parking lot in between those two on Maine that has metered spots for Century Two. yes. That's where Wolf's Cafeteria stood, and I found the grandson of the founder. He's a man in his eighties who lives not far from this studio. He invited me to his house. He dug out photo albums, scrapbooks. He told me the whole story of his family's restaurant past. Uh, what you know, why it's how, how it started, why it ended. He had memorabilia, and he, you know, he really enjoyed telling me about this. And he expressed to me that he was so happy that. It was going to be written down while he still had, you know, he could still share the memories. And same thing with the, the owner of Alberts. Uh, I found his daughter, Glenda, who works uh, at Spice Merchant. And she invited me over and she had all this memorabilia. She, she gave me her dad's phone number, Cornell Mar. He's still around. Spoke to him on the phone. He was so happy. And that repeated itself over and over. I just tracked down the relatives, spent, you know, interviewed them and, and got lots of cool stories and pictures and details
1: it it had to be a, a tremendous amount of labor but still the fun would mask the labor
2: yeah no it was and there was probably a 6 month period where all i was doing when i was not working for the eagle cuz this was this is not an eagle project it's a side project right. so i'd quit my i'd finish my eagle job make the family dinner i'd sit down at the at the computer and not get up till bedtime and then saturday and sunday it's all i did but i, I would just get so immersed in it i wasn't you know it wasn't a drag. It was fun. And I, you know, I'm just kind of like this nostalgia person. For example, now when I drive around Wichita, I don't see what's there. I see what used to be there in terms of restaurants. And, you know, when I first figured out where Wolf's was, I drove that block seven times, you know, just staring at it. And I want to go up in that NST room space so bad, even though it's, you know, completely stripped and nothing now. But I, I would do absolutely anything, anything to get in a time machine and oh, go eat at these restaurants that, if I had one wish, that's what I would do because oh. I want to see them so badly. And I want to take I mean, I'm sure the food wasn't, you know, isn't as sophisticated as what we eat now, but I yeah. bet it was good. Maybe and- you'd be
1: surprised.
0: Yeah,
2: maybe I would. Oh, my gosh. I, mean, I would you, just do anything. When you think
1: of the latter section that you covered, Portobello Road and mm-hmm. uh, Cafe Chanti, And mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned it. What was the one way out east? Where all the car dealerships are.
2: Oh, um, Chateaubriand. Chateaubriand. Did you get to go there ever? Yeah, I've
1: been to all of those.
2: Oh, Guy, I am so
1: jealous of you. Yeah. Well, because we got here in 90. Yeah. And, you know, it was still Antoine was really just becoming Antoine Tavia was just becoming the king of restaurants. And more importantly, he trained so many people that now we have the pleasure of eating at their places. And, And
2: I have him in there.
1: Yeah. And well, and then, you know, Wichita... I think everyone who lives here knows this. Oh, crap. We need to take a break. Oh,
2: okay, I got more to tell you after the break.
1: Okay, don't lose that train of thought. I won't, Denise Neal and I will be back after this short break. We're talking about her new book, Classic Restaurants of Wichita. And if you go to her Facebook page, guess what it is? Facebook.com slash Denise Neal. You can find it. Uh, do a search. Uh, she's on Twitter. Uh, and order the book from her directly. That way she makes a little money off of it. And, yes, it's also on, what's that big company? Oh, Amazon. I should have known better. The Spaceman. Uh, We'll be right back. Don't go away. It's called Classic Restaurants of Wichita. (sighs)
0: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.